Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he shares his highly practical teachings and examples of transformation. In this 22nd episode, he talks about how we view nature. Different cultures have different concepts of nature. Why does this matter? In every culture, people have a different concept about nature, right? So it's, it's really common to find cultures where people, for instance, worship creation. They believe that trees or animals can be uh, spiritual beings, you know. It is, in Bolivia, it's very common. I remember when my children saw in TV that people like to buy lizards to have them on their shoulders. That was kind of a funny thing for young kids. And they took me to the market and I had to buy some lizards. And they were with the lizards. But when this lady that made domestic chores, she, she comes from the countryside, she saw the lizards, she almost fainted out because that's the devil, and uh, boy, and she wanted to kill them, you know? and that was a big deal at home. But for some people, that's real, and that's what uh, idolatry or, or this animistic worldview makes, because uh, the devil has put those lies in their minds, and, and if it becomes a worldview, it will go for generations. You can't stop that. It's, it's, you need to work a lot to change it. And don't, don't take that for granted. I remember I was working with Food for the Hungry Bolivia stuff, and there were some guys who are professionals, they have gone to university, and they still believe that way. I remember I, I did my best, my teachings here, my teachings there, and one of those days I was in the countryside, we went with a guy who was a technician, agricultural things. And we were just spending this Sunday afternoon chatting, and all of a sudden, a bird came and <laughs> stopped in a tree. And I saw the bird, and I was watching, what kind of bird is this? And he said, people here in this place, they think that that bird, when, when it sings in certain way, is because uh, someone is going to die. Really? Uh, and he continued the story, and I was getting nervous because I knew that he was going somewhere <laughs> with that story. And at the end he said, but you know, it's true. I had worked so many months teaching them one and over, but I couldn't change his worldview in this aspect. Worldviews are strong. They don't change just with words. You have to work hard on that. You have to break them. And that happens with a great part of the world. People have a superstitious way of seeing a universe. And if you come as a Christian and you just teach spiritual things only, they will say, oh, that's great because I know a lot about that. Because they've been involved in the spiritual world too. Because they see everything spiritual. At this point, Arturo will shift the topic to how man is to have dominion over nature. But before going on, here's a question you might want to ponder. In much of the world, people have a superstitious way of seeing the material world and life around them. 
Do you know someone who is superstitious in this way? How does it impact their life? Continuing on, Arturo looks further at the concept of nature and how we are to have dominion over it. He gives an example of what this looks like. We all have paradigms that are not according to God's truth. I was given the example the other day about this principle that is called man has dominion over nature. And if he has dominion over nature, uh, one of the things that can come up in the conversation is how do I deal with trash? The interesting thing about talking about biblical principles is that you have to do this in the context of Coram Deo. I remember that when I learned about Coram Deo, to do everything as unto God, to do it with excellence, in a sacrificial way, I remember that I made my own commitment to God. Lord, I want to do this, everything. I want to do everything for you. And that day, I went to visit my children to their school because uh, they wanted parents to help with, with an activity. And I went there and I said, okay, count on me. I, I can help doing whatever you want. Oh, great, because we need someone to pick up the trash <laughs> at the end of the event we are going to have. Because there were many things that parents could do, but no one wanted to pick up the trash at the end. And I said, well, and then it came to my mind, you know, that I said, Lord, I'm going to do everything for you. And I said, okay, get me in. I'll, I'll do it. It was terrible. It was really terrible. There's something that you gladly would pay another one to do it, but you won't do it. So I told my children, and you know, and I don't want to say this, but... Guatemalans are not exactly the most careful people with trash. They just throw everything, whatever they want. So picking up trash was something really, what can I say, terrible. It was uh, very much offending because everybody was watching you saying, what, what happened with this guy, you know, what is he doing? And I was with my bag and picking up plastic dishes and everything was dirty, you know, and, and I had my children helping me. And that's what I say. First of all, there are issues in your culture, in this case, trash. I have to be honest before God and to think my best and to come up with a commitment. What can I do in this case that can honor you, can please you, even if it is a big sacrifice for me, even if it takes money? But you have to live your own adventure. I don't know where it's going to take me, but I'll do it then if you practice it, I guess the Lord is going to be gracious. He will open your eyes for more things, more creative things. Who can say if in the future you are in YouTube telling uh, people how to deal with their trash and uh, that's a great blessing for your country. <laughs> you know, because I, I've seen people like that, how to live without trash, how to live in order, and maybe you can, you can do something like that. I don't really know where, because it's a step of faith. You know, it's not just that I want to be educated. I want to please you with this. I don't know where it's going to take me, but I want to please you. And God will take that and lead you to the next step. But I can tell you very, very honestly that I will take you to some place that you will be surprised. It's because it's a personal relationship with God. God knows what he's doing, in this case particularly. And when you do it, you will be contextualizing that to your family 
or to your house, or probably to your community, probably to your nation. But you will know how to teach this in your own context. Thank you for listening. Here is a question you might want to ponder. For Arturo, having dominion over nature meant being willing to pick up the trash at a public event at his children's school. How about you? Maybe you fixed a leaky faucet, or created a spreadsheet, or prepared a beautiful tasty meal. All of these are examples of obeying the first commandment, to rule over nature. How did you exercise dominion over nature today? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will talk about the importance of reading Genesis as it sets the foundation for God's design for our lives and the world. It shows us all that was lost and thus all that needs to be redeemed.